0: Well, wow. if I order the 10th anniversary one, it won't be here till September 2nd. Really? Yeah. Oh, actually, the Midnight Blue one is the same price, so I'll just order that one instead. Right? It's the Blue Yeti, right? Oh, I thought you were talking about, like, Yeti cups. No, no, like the blue microphone, like the one that you're using. The one that I'm using
1: is the Blue Yeti Nano.
0: Oh, this one's like the big one. This is the big boy. This is the big Yeti, man.
1: Yeah, pull up the show notes. Oh, hey, by the way, we are live.
0: Oh, hello. <laughs> like me, me suffering and you laughing at me. Yeah, you know,
1: well, you know, that's how this one works. This is just kind of a general
0: show. This is just our, yeah, this is just our, <laughs> I mean, you you can bleep this out, right? If I say uh, swear words or should I not say any? Sure, go for it. All right. Well, it is kind of a shit show. So, <laughs> so we are back. Um, you may know us as the Wheezing Wide View. Um, we are no longer that because when you would Google us, we came up with medical conditions. <laughs> and trust me, this show will not give you a medical condition.
1: Well, I would hope not.
0: So, what happened in the last two years that we have been away from a podcast? Well, uh, me and my co-host Nate, uh, we graduated from college. Yeah. Yay! Um, finally. Yeah, it's about time. go huh.
1: Speaking of shit shows.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, but let's not let's not cause flashbacks. Um, let's keep <laughs> going here. Uh, uh, we are no longer wheezy, but we still have the terrible transitions. And speaking of terrible transitions, we're actually going to transition to our actual show. Uh, it's uh, both of us have iOS 16 beta. Yeah. So how are you liking it so far? I love it honestly. It's been great. For me I have a few I have a few things but it's not major. Um but I have to say like the biggest thing and I'll let you talk about it a little bit too but for me is the home screen. Really? Yeah, I love it. No no lo- uh, lock screen. So for me, the lock screen was updated totally. You can have widgets, just like on the watch. You can have adjustable fonts, finally. Uh, Android's had it for a while, but Apple decided to climb aboard. Um, you can have notifications. They don't come from the top, though, anymore. They can actually come from the bottom. And then they have a live activities API, if you want to elaborate more on that.
1: Yeah, I think this is going to be a really cool um, addition to, to iOS. Uh, we have, I mean... Lock screens have always kind of been the, I'm not going to say like the definition of personality on your iPhone, but when you pick up your phone, that's the first thing you see. You see, you know, your glorious picture of of your, your pet snake and you see the time. Now Apple have gone and actually given you more control and customization over the lock screen. Um, so like for me, looking down at my phone right now, I see that I have the time. I have a picture of me and my lovely uh, lady friend um my and lovely lady i friend. have the weather
0: i have battery on my watch and my activity which is depressingly low they brought back the um clownfish uh background from an older version of macOS so They're... you may have a la- yes they did you may have a lovely lady friend i have a classic macOS background that's actually released from apple Ooh.
1: Finding it. Hang on. Photos. Nope, that's oh, that's a problem. Unable to find photos. Weather in astronomy, that ain't it. Collections? Oh the there it is! Yeah, see? And and one of the cool things about the new iOS 16 lock screen is the time actually sits behind the image a little bit. And I'll um uh, I'll I'll put a picture in the show notes and uh and I'll make this the chapter art. But you can kind of see the, the time is set back behind the bubbles in, in the Clownfish wallpaper.
0: It is. Which I think and, is a super cool thing. And they have an AI that tries to learn with that. So, like, I, this will be released later. It's not perfect right now. But they actually have the ability, like, if you upload your own photo, it'll actually learn itself in what font you pick. he will actually try to hide some of the time behind the photo so it doesn't take away from the photo like say you have a picture like of your lovely lady friend or your dog like it'll try to hide the time behind the dog so it doesn't take away from the photo
1: right exactly um so that's the lock screen uh focus mode's got an update um and and it now has what i'm understanding is like a, a a deeper rooted api so other parts of the os can can take um advantage of this so like for example the mail app and safari apps depending on what focus mode you're in you can either filter like the emails that are coming to you that you see or like safari tab groups so if you're in like a work focus mode you can see um only emails and uh and
0: uh interwebs
1: that pertain to your
0: work yes uh i personally do not use these um because i have a separate phone for work but yeah um it it will be nice, I guess. Um, like at night, I I don't turn on good night, the, the good night mode or sleep tracking. I actually turned it off because it was actually leading me to sleeping in and missing actually being almost late for work. Really? Um, yes, because the watch is not powerful enough to wake me up. So.
1: Oh, I use I don't wear my watch at night anymore just because a it's getting up there in age and needs to be charged at night, but b it. Yeah, I don't get woken up by its haptic motor either, so when I'm not wearing my watch, my phone still goes off. So I do use the uh, sleep feature, um, but I use it uh, just on the iPhone and and not with the watch.
0: Which means I can't send them messages at night, which, in iOS 16, another transition there, just in case you guys weren't wondering... Um, you can unsend and edit messages, finally, if finally Apple actually makes this a thing.
1: So, you know, um, when you accidentally send that unsolicited pic to uh, somebody, you can uh, unsend <laughs>
0: it? <laughs> exactly, um, but only up to 15 minutes. So if you actually send it and don't look for 15 minutes and you you forget, it's if it's after that 15-minute mark, you cannot uh, unsend it. Or it, once it's out there, it's out there at that point
1: i would argue that once it's out there it's out there anyways but you know if it makes you feel better about
0: yourself i mean if you accidentally send like the wrong emoji or you send the wrong gif you can actually i'm not going as far as sending that that kind of picture (laughs) but uh, i'm saying something as in like a group chat or something uh speaking of groups uh oh man i'm on fire with these um FaceTime can now handle call or handoff calls between an iPhone, Mac, and iPad. The ecosystem just keeps getting better and better.
1: Yeah. So when I first got my Mac, uh, I bought a I bought an M1 MacBook
0: Pro uh, almost
1: two years ago, and I was I was amazed that this wasn't a feature out of the box.
0: I know. Um, I know so many other stuff could be handed off, like Chrome tabs and uh, messages and stuff like that. But I'm surprised calls were not something that actually could um be carried over but finally that is a thing i think the biggest thing was apple being concerned with losing the a uh, certain time of call or uh, the quality of call if it moves from one device to another because i mean we all know that the speakers on a macbook pro are amazing and you move over to something like an iphone it's definitely gonna take a hit in the quality uh department so
1: and and that's one of the other thing that's new here, um, as well, the uh, when you're in a FaceTime call, the AirPods or Bluetooth device, whatever is connected to your uh, to the device making the call, now moves with the call. So, if I start a call in my AirPods on my phone, if I pick the call up on my Mac, the uh, the AirPods will just move over to the Mac as well.
0: Granted, though, we have not tested it on the Mac or iPad because I do not I do not want to get the Mac OS uh, beta. I would like yeah, to stay I'm, with. I'm too reliant on my computer. If my phone
1: decides to take a crap because of the iOS beta, that's fine, whatever, but I use my laptop which, too much.
0: I am um, happy to report that apps uh, have been working well with the beta because I have only lost two apps, in which is my banking app and Pokemon Go, which is sad, but I will catch them. All another day, I guess. Leading us to mail, uh, the default mail app. I don't really use it on Apple. Mainly, it's just tied in with my Yahoo account, which I know who has a Yahoo account anymore. I do because it's used for like those subscriptions that I don't want, or like the like, uh, for example, Quick Trip. Like I sign up for the rewards with my Yahoo email because they know they send me tons of garbage, and I my Yahoo's basically a garbage email. But Yahoo. way side tangent. Um, you can actually schedule to send an email, which this is very nice.
1: Yeah, so the Remind Me is a new feature as well. And that's, uh, that's for, like, yeah, I've seen this email. I've marked it as unread, but I need to come back to it later. So there's a new little thing when you swipe from left to right on an email um, you can hit, you can tell it to remind me it's the thing in purple and it'll shoot you a notification. Your options are remind me in an hour tonight, tomorrow, or remind me later. Um, and it'll just basically shoot up a notification with, uh, Hey, you know, you need to look at this email again.
0: Yeah. Um, moving on. Um, <laughs> iCloud to share photos library. Um, I don't think there's many changes there except the fact that well, it becomes one. It's... It becomes shared with your family. Um, and in terms of storage, if you upgrade the storage of the iCloud library, it becomes that for all your family. You can set up automations to have it upload a photo every time or upload a group of them and it can automatically create, um, albums like say from vacations or trips, or I guess that's the same thing, or just family events, um, just different stuff like that. So it's, I guess, more smarts with a shared photo library. It gets become smarter. Photo, shared photo library
1: is is kind of a is actually a new thing to the beta. Um,
0: I, I think it's old, but that's just me.
1: The shared photo library is is new, um, like
0: the shared <laughs> family photo library. I mean, uh, you could always share had, photos with people. Yeah, they've
1: had like shared albums in the past, but this is oh, a s- new like shared the the library itself. You can share like a specific library with your family. This is a relatively new feature.
0: iMessages. You could always send photos with iMessages. Oh, you know, yeah. (laughs) Uh, I'm sure we'll probably follow up with this next week because I don't know anything about the Shared Photos Library. I don't use it, so... No, I I do not. And I just said, like I just said before, we described how it works. I don't know if it makes sense. Uh, I don't know if it's useful. But I know one thing that is useful, and that is the Apple Wallet. Um, There are some improvements coming along, like... uh, you can say, um, like, tracking information with certain things that you pay with Apple Pay. Like, of course, the Apple uh, Store will probably have that, and select stores from now on. Uh, we'll have tracking information inside. Um, I'm very excited about this, and I hope our state actually legalizes this, but it's IDs um, allowing you to carry, like, your, your driver's license on your phone. It'll be very helpful, and it'll actually save room in the wallet. Right. Digital keys like um, uh, can now be shared. So I would think like keys for I think BMW has actually climbed aboard this bandwagon. I think Ford is actually following suit pretty soon, where you can actually unlock and or start the car. Um, home. It is actually a very it's it says completely redesigned, but honestly, I think it's just the look of it that has been redesigned. Actually, none of the key features have been redesigned.
1: Yeah, no, it's the UI. Of the home app.
0: Yes. Um, Also, uh, health, you can actually track medications now, which is actually pretty useful. You can have it, uh, you can enter in your prescription. Um, I think certain places you can actually have it refill your prescription for you, Um, but that's still in the testing phase, I believe. But the thing that's not going to be in the testing phase with the initial release of iOS 16 is the ability to just put your medications in there, and when you take them, and then your phone or Apple Watch will actually give you a Reminder to take your medication at a certain time and how and how much.
1: Hey, whoa, 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 whoa! What, what are you doing? You completely skipped over like the coolest feature in the wallet. Hmm, I don't find that. Uh, I don't find that interesting. Though. So, one of the things that they started with the iOS 16 beta is Apple Pay Later. Um, so this is a cool thing where if you. I presume if you purchase something online on a device that supports Apple Pay and on a store that supports Apple Pay, um, you have the option to split it into four equal installments that get paid out over
0: six weeks. Uh, the fitness app is now available to all iPhone users, even without the Apple Watch, uh, which leads me to believe they're actually going to be phasing out that portion of the health app. Um because you know how when you get an Apple Watch, you get the fitness app, um, lets you track rings and do exercises, have Apple Fitness Plus, that sort of thing. Um, now it's just allowing you to have that without the Apple Watch, so you don't need to have an Apple Watch, you don't need to sh- uh, shell out the what is it, three hundred plus dollars to get one um, oh, in order to get that app. It's a ridiculous I'm, amount. S- series three, Series three. I'm thinking if you.
1: Oh no! Don't buy a Series three. Never buy a Series three anymore. We should be killing you. It's a pain in the butt for developers to continue to hold on to. It's a small screen size. It's not standard. It's just, let's let's. It had a great run. The Apple Watch Series three was fantastic, but it's time to go to bed. It is. Yeah. So Apple's uh, supposed to uh, unveil uh, a thing in September. We have so we have our our September Apple event coming up here on the seventh.
0: Uh, let me note there that it. I was gonna say it is unofficial announcement. Uh, Apple has not made an announcement, but this is according to an article on Mac Rumors, which I will have linked down in the show notes. Um, it is just saying that Apple maybe will have an event on September seventh. We don't know.
1: Yeah, so I'm assuming we'll know more about this the closer we get to it. But they, you know, I'm assuming they're gonna stand. They're gonna formalize this pretty soon. As we record, that's two weeks
0: away. So. Yes, it is indeed, and of course everybody knows like the iPhone 14 will be next, and uh, we are hoping the Apple Watch Series 8, um, and possibly the Apple Watch Ser- Pro, which actually will be coming up as well. I don't know what the Pro would contain, and I don't know why it's supposed to be almost $1,000, but it, I guess they took away the gold version, they need some of that gold back. So,
1: Yeah, this is the first time hearing about it, so we'll probably talk about that.
0: Exactly. And um, I wish they would still make networking gear, um, but that brings us into our next topic. Oh,
1: my God.
0: Isn't that great? That's <laughs> uh, great. That's fantastic. Uh, speaking of us getting things, now that I'm out of college, I actually had more, a little bit more money to spend. What's that? Uh, that's why I got the MacBook, and I also got some Unify gear. That is right. I got a Ubiquiti Dream Machine Pro Special Edition. The Special Edition actually ranges differently from the standard model, uh, having PoE capabilities, and uh, t- I think it was a 2.5 gig um, WAN port uh, that's just RJ45, and then I can have a 10 gig SFP WAN port. Ah, it's fantastic.
1: Forty all the way, okay? Fortinet.
0: I don't really know. I got persuaded <laughs> by someone to I got persuaded to, from someone to buy this gear. Um no, it is not my host cuz he told me to go with Omada from TP-Link. Uh and I as much as I wanted to Ubiquiti's ecosystem, once you get into it it's kind of like Apple. Once you get into it you just can't stop. That's um funny. and I I know, but the thing is the the, the equipment is so nice, the quality is amazing the The setup process was phenomenal. Like I could, I set up the UDM Pro on my phone, and I set up my IP range on my phone. I set up what networks I wanted, um, and it was just beautiful. It was a symphony of simplicity. Let me tell you, how many it, it times was just, did you
1: practice that phrase before we recorded?
0: None, actually. Symphony of I'm, simplicity.
1: That sounds rehearsed.
0: I did not. That actually needs to go on a T-shirt. Um, <laughs> But let me tell you it is amazing it, I recommend it to anybody that's thinking about it um, just the ecosystem itself I also bought a unify 6 light which is their Wi-Fi 6 uh, this is a smaller access point it was plug and play I literally plugged it in it fired itself up and my phone uh, gave me a notification to say hey there's a un adopted um, access point nearby would you like to adopt it I did it it already it like ported everything over from my network that I wanted to and I was broadcasting like it was fantastic. Um, the interface again, I have to just say that it was very simplistic and I say TP link copied them all away A hundred percent.
1: I don't know that they copied them. I feel like that that's just a kind of a universal dashboard, like framework theme that they both just have to use. I will say I, that there are some very striking similarities between the Omada system and, uh, and the Unified
0: uh, ecosystem. But I was going to say, you, you did see this thing firsthand, and I, I, I wanted to ask your opinion of it, of uh, what you think.
1: I, I think it's a really cool piece of hardware. Um, I think it costs way too much money for what you're getting. Um, but that's just yeah. me. I think if you want... A easy-to-use interface that works on a similar adoption level. Uh, as far as software-defined networking goes, I would tell you that Omada is definitely the budget-friendly way of doing it. Now, that being said, Unify has, has always kind of been a- ahead of the curve as far as cool features go. So if you want the latest and greatest as far as SDN stuff goes in um, in a, in a in the prosumer marketplace, I, I would say that Ubiquity is, is still where you want to be. But if you're looking to get into the SDN uh, area at, at, you know, a budget cost level, Omada is the way to
0: go. I, I have to agree. The budget version, I just had some money saved up and I really wanted to get it mainly because of the setup. Uh, I know TP-Link was the budget friendly way, but I wanted to see what Ubiquiti was capable of. And I have to say I was blown away, blown away. And I like the little screen. I know some people say they don't like it. I like
1: it. It is pretty cool. It's a gimmicky feature that's absolutely useless, but it's super cool.
0: Yeah. I mean, having a screen on your network controller is is useless, but I mean, useful to you because it just looks so cool when you walk in. You see the blinky lights and you see the screen and you just fall to the floor. So. Yeah. Speaking of falling to the floor, we're going to fall back in years um, and do the typical thing that we had on the Weezing Wide View um, called the throwback tech topic or triple T. So,
1: I'm, i actually I'm don't... going blind here, but you don't have anything in the show notes. I have no idea what the hell you're going to talk about. I know.
0: It's blank because we're going to come up with one right now. Uh, I usually come up with it. You're going to come up with a piece of technology that you remember from a while back that nobody uses anymore or really we just need to think about it and think about the good old days. I'm putting them on the spot here, so I might take them a little bit. I mean, we can talk about Nostalgia. Nostalgia of? VHS players, man. Actually, I was looking up stuff to put in there, and VHS players actually came across my list. Um, yes. So, so actually, VHS... I mean, I have a couple of things that we can talk
1: about. I mean, all on the Nostalgia front. I, I mean, oh, okay. I, so oh.
0: growing up, I
1: remember very clearly... Um, VHS was the was the media format of choice for for movies. Uh, it was the king when we were growing up. Um, I remember very specifically going to my grandparents' house, uh, and there was this one VHS movie that my cousins and I would always watch every time we were at grandma and grandpa's house. Um, and they had a an external VHS rewinder. Do you
0: remember those things? <sighs> yes, I do. I still see them um, at some places. Its
1: sole purpose was just to put a tape in and rewind it to the start.
0: Yep. Just so you would be ready to watch. I remember my grandparents' rule was if you watch the movie, be kind and rewind. Because if my other cousins wanted to watch it, um, and if it was already wound all the way through, then they would be mad because they have to wait the two minutes for it to actually rewind itself. Yep. Um, I remember I had a lot of, I, I, do you remember the different colored plastic VHS tapes? Oh
1: yeah. Yep.
0: Like I had for, I had the Rugrats movie and that one was orange. It was bright orange. Um, I remember I had some Barney tapes. Those were all purple. And I think I had one that was white and it was a Scooby-Doo tape. But I just remember when my sister like threw the tape and it shattered against the wall that I was just heartbroken because a like, a different colored VHS tape. If it was a black VHS tape, I think I would have cared less, because actually the Scooby-Doo episode was kind of boring. But the reason why I cared so much was because it was white plastic. Uh, cassette tapes? I don't really have many cassette tapes. Oh,
1: dude, I've got two whole boxes sitting next to me, actually. I'm in our... We're about to, to make a move, um... I want to do kind of like a whole home audio thing where we we put like our record player in and and we still have like our airplay and whatnot but we'll do a record player hooked up to it and I want to find a a double deck cassette player uh, to hook up to it as well because that was a huge part of my growing up was was cassette tapes and whatnot, and I have like I said I've got two whole boxes of them sitting here of just great music that yeah we have on like spotify and, and apple music and stuff now but there's just something about loading a tape into the player and listening to it chunk into place and and start mm.
0: playing yes and i guess that's where i come into my nostalgic of that i don't really have any cassette tapes but i do have games that were a plastic cartridge and they would go into the slot so like your atari 2600s your snes your nes the, the cartridges that you'd have to blow on to get to work. Um, just that satisfying click when they would actually go into the system and they would actually fire up and you'd be like, oh, finally. It, it, it is a satisfying. Again, all these things were made out of plastic. And, like, even just I remember just throwing a VHS tape, like, I don't know why. I think the oldest one we had, and this one's coming to mind, and I think it was because my sister forced me to watch it when she was little, It was Snow White. And it was actually, it, it was just your normal, it, was, it wasn't a colored one, so again, if it shattered, I didn't really have any sentimental attachment to it. I did, but I didn't. Um, but you would throw it in there, and how it would just sit in my VHS player for a little bit, and then the motor uh, motor inside would actually grab the tape and just gently put it back into the player, and it would start playing. It, 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 it's just a thing that we just don't get it anymore. You ever had any, you ever had any laser discs? No, I didn't. No, and I want to collect a couple. Um, apparently Jurassic Park and all that were made on Laserdisc, and just, just to have one and say that I have a Laserdisc is interesting. I don't know if anybody is listening out there, but if they do, and if you have a Laserdisc player and stuff, just please like tell us how it is and how the quality is. I, it probably sucks, but... It's just like a VHS, how it sucks. Because remember when a VHS tape would start to get old, like the picture would get all distorted? Yep. Get those multi multi multicolored lines and stuff. And yep. I think that actually happened with the Rugrats movie. And I had to throw it out because it was just, it, I played it too much. And here's another piece of nostalgia for you. And actually recently, because one of our big chains, our, uh, chains around here actually went bankrupt, uh, kids these days won't. And, oh, I sounded old. You are old. Shut up. hey you shut up um kids these days won't understand the idea of video rental places like i had one in my hometown it wasn't a chain i think it was just called 4a video and i remember walking down there with my mom and me picking out a vhs tape to watch and a playstation one game to play and you just don't get that anymore people with the netflixes and the the Hulu's and the Disney Pluses, like they just don't. They, the movie's right in front of them at the click of a button. You don't have to go anywhere. Right. I guess I'm rambling like an old man. Uh, get off my lawn, such. Um, but I, I don't know. Do you have any experience with those kind of places? Like uh,
1: we used to have a Blockbuster relatively close to us on the state line, but that was short.
0: Yeah, and so recently
1: after we got done with them, we started we started down the Netflix bandwagon.
0: Uh, then I thought, now okay, see,
1: okay.
0: now see, I went all the way for a video and then in the town next to me, a family video opened up. We were so excited. Um, and actually that family video lasted a long time until they finally went bankrupt. Um, but for me, it was just a very nostalgic thing. And when I was actually in college, when they announced their bankruptcy and I went, to the family videos while they were going bankrupt and i it kind of kind of made me sad that just no one could really experience that anymore um i think does that, that satisfy
1: was... your itch for the triple t i believe so it does yes
0: um but yeah um i guess that is uh it for the show um when our after show discussion is uh are just our setups um since I myself have moved off of campus, um, being graduated from college, I moved into an apartment where I have my own office, and I know shortly, uh, I mean, I guess what's going to change at the desk, uh, but I, I do have to ask, well, what's going to change now that uh, you guys are moving into an actual, like, house, like, house-house? It's your house. Is that that Mark? We live in a house. Just, you rent a house. house. You rent a house. Yes. It's well, basically an apartment.
1: Now so, you're going to be
0: an actual homeowner, right? So,
1: what's going to change? I don't know. I'm I'm moving all of our network equipment to the basement because I don't want to hear it. I'm sure you can hear it in the background right now. I'm going to have to figure out how to filter all that out in in post.
0: Again, another thing about the UDM Pro is that it's just completely silent. Yeah, but see, I'm sure it probably thermal throttles. My gear doesn't. Anyway.
1: Yeah, I'm going to move all that stuff down into the basement, into a rack with the, the audio stuff. Um, my desk is just, it's going to be, it's simple. I mean, it is, the way it sits now, it's simple. All I have on my desk right now, I mean, short of a pile of papers because I've been doing paperwork for the house recently, I, I've got my monitor on a gas shock stand. I have my MacBook Pro, I have a docking station, keyboard, mouse, and my... Uh, microphone stand and that's it nice
0: um it's
1: gonna continue to stay this way i'm liking the the simplistic uh
0: feel here my desk is actually kind of full i might have to get a different one um my desktop has actually come off of the floor which i'm relieved to say and is now on my desk, which has actually changed a little bit. It's ha- it has a uh, Ryzen 5 5600X in it, uh, RTX 3050, um, and still 16 gigs of RAM, because I find that to be enough. Um, my MacBook Pro, which is uh, the same model as his, um, a docking station for said MacBook Pro. Um, again, I, I tend to either buy older technology if it still works, or cheap out um, which is shocking, I know, since I own a Unify system, um, but I got, like, these old Logitech speakers, they work great, they sound great, I don't think I could get the same quality for the price that I paid, um, same thing with this mic, I've had this mic for two years, and it still is kicking strong, so, but, yeah, I don't think anything's gonna change much here either, especially now that, um, Student loans are wrapping around the corner. I'm going to have to start paying those. As you can see how it rolls, he's buying a house. I'm paying off student loans. College is great. Oh, trust me. I still have loans. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think that ends it here for everybody out there. Um, so I thank you for listening. And sorry if I took up the whole episode with just my jammer. Um,
1: uh, that's all right. If you want to hear my voice, you go and listen to our other podcast, uh, the Pasadena Recollection. It is our rewatching show of Big Bang Theory. Uh, this one, the desktop discussion, is just kind of more of a, a laid back. We talk about tech, we talk about whatever. Uh, both podcasts you can find at our website, www.ngapmedia.com. That's www.ngapmedia.com. Uh, this show is ngapmedia.com slash TDD. Um, You will be able to find uh, all the show notes there, as well as be able to download the MP3 of the show. Uh, This is also listed in Apple Podcasts, uh, Overcast, Google Podcasts, basically wherever you find your listening
0: uh, content. All right. So we thank you all for listening again, and we hope to see you in next week's show.
1: So that about does it for us tonight. We will talk to you next week, the 30th at 7.30.